This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Ying.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. So for now, hey, our fearless friends, here's Lisa Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries, 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Once again, we are joined by yet another phenomenal guest. So who is my guest of this Friday? Well, what I can tell you is that Joseph Bellotta is an ex-professional soccer player and the owner-president of EduKick International Football Academy since 2001. He has over 36 years of professional experience working with young footballers in education, counseling, mentorship, and soccer-related programs. Joey's mission is to use his educational and motivational skills to assist aspiring soccer players, their parents and coaches around the world in establishing and coaching their goals in football, in reaching their goals in football, soccer, education, fitness, wellness, and life. Joey began playing soccer at age six, thanks to the Austrian father of his best neighborhood friend. While he was a teenager, something happened that would change his life forever. Joey was selected to play on a team from Northern California that went to Germany to play a series of matches against German youth. The teenager soccer player had the experience of his life and credited that trip with being instrumental in his development as a youth. Quote, it completely changed the way I looked at the world and myself, said Bellotta. In 1986, Joey graduated from St. Mary's College on a full soccer scholarship. He went immediately to Jerez, Spain to begin his professional career and played several seasons on the American Professional Soccer League, APSL. Joey continues to be involved in the game after retiring from professional soccer in 1991. In fact, during the U.S. hosted 1994 FIFA World Cup, Bellotta official FIFA World Cup spokesperson for the California State Lottery. In that capacity, he appeared throughout the state in special events promoting the U.S. FIFA World Cup and American youth soccer. After his professional playing career, Bellotta turned his attention to youth program management. He worked as a youth market director for the American Heart Association and also an assistant director of an anti-tobacco nonprofit that operated throughout three countries, 
in Central California. Bellotta also worked in education, both as a teacher and as a high school counselor, three years at San Marcos High School in Santa Barbara, California. He is a USSF licensed soccer coach, certified bilingual educator, Dell Spanish proficiency certificate issued by the Spanish Embassy in Canada and a seasoned youth soccer camp program specialist. Mr. Bellotta has considerable experience in the field of youth travel development and programs. Prior to opening Educic Inc., Bellotta started Bellotta Company, a company that took Canadian youth to Spain for a language and culture summer course. Previous to that position, Joey worked as an assistant to Professor George Santana, head of Spanish Department, University of California at Sacramento, in a summer cultural exchange program course abroad in Madrid, Spain, in Europe. He started the Soccer Life Coach Service to mentor and consult young aspiring footballers that cannot attend his academic academies abroad but who still need help and structure to realize their established goals in football soccer and education wow joey welcome back to living fearlessly with lisa mcdonald my friend how are you happy friday lisa oh my god that's more my like my life story than a short bio <laughs> Well, you know what? Kudos to you, because every time I'm acquainted, reacquainted with your bio, I'm like, my God, this guy's on fire. Is there nothing that could stop him? Is there anything that he's not already accomplishing? And I just want to say for the ways in which you continue to enrich the lives of other people, particularly youth, I just want to say congratulations to you and thank you for everything that you do on behalf of the collective, because particularly for the times that we currently sit in and when we talk about leadership and what's transpiring on the world stage, not to get political, um, but people like you, I mean, you really have earned my respect. And I think what you're doing is instrumental. And I think what you're doing is fantastic. So I just want to say thank you, Joey, and congratulations on all your well-earned deserved success. Oh, wow. Thank you very much, Lisa. That really means a whole lot coming from you. I appreciate those, those comments. Well, thank you. So let's delve right in because a lot's transpired on the stage in 2020. And, uh, you know, as a fellow entrepreneur myself, I'm always interested uh, whether we have the discussion on radio or I have it uh, behind the scenes with my fellow entrepreneurs. How has COVID and everything else that's going on right now, how has that perhaps impacted business? What is it doing to the mindset of your clients? Give us the lay of the land for that, how it's personally impacted you yeah great question and boy where do i start <laughs> uh, uh, first of all you know much like you know the majority of industries around the world it's dramatically affected you know our company obviously when it first hit uh way back when uh, i believe in march the we had uh, academy footballers that had to go home from our our venues so particularly in england in Spain. So it was very challenging, right? And um, just when we thought we were kind of coming back, now here in England, we, we just experienced, as you may know, another lockdown until December 2nd. Yes. So we have another, we have not only returning footballers that were affected the first time from COVID, they finally got back to England, are now dealing with uh, the lockdown again, and, and uh, as they are our new registrants. So it's very challenging in that regard, but you know, I think what's very interesting about COVID, um, sort of unrelated to my, my, specifically to my company, is how we all had to learn something through it. Yes. And if you follow me, it, you know, 
it's challenged us all in so many different ways, professionally and personally, psychologically, um, even physically, with our ability to be social creatures or to get out and go to the gym and do things, you know, play soccer and the old man beer league in my case. Um, <laughs> we've all had to had to sort of get through this. And the and the question is, you know, what what were you able to learn through it? So you know, throughout the challenges that presented EduKick, um, we tr- I tried to take advantage of these of these months, uh, these COVID months, to just see how we can develop, how I can develop as the president of EduKick, how I can serve my clients better. Um, and some of that came up with Soccer Life Coach. We could maybe talk about later. Um, and 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 also, you know, we got a couple. We're expanding, so I've got I've had the time through, and one of the ways it's obviously affected all of us is through the whole phenomena of Zoom and the online, you know, virtual meetings uh, and that sort of thing. So that's helped to accelerate in some ways the communication that we probably should have been doing all along with our boarding school players. Um, so, I mean, we just learned in tons of ways, but tons of ways, but, uh, you know, particularly excited about a couple of, of, of opportunities that Educate has right now, of, and that's expanding to Argentina and, 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 and also Turkey and Istanbul. So a couple of very interesting new venues that have all have just come to fruition and are being designed right now during COVID. So, you know, we're Fantastic. trying to stay busy. We're trying to stay busy. Fantastic, Joey. Well, let me ask you this then, because as somebody who, you know, as a former athlete myself with a regiment schedule that was crazy six days a week as a swimmer, you know, twice a day, weights, all that kind of stuff. When it comes to the subject matter or the business or the goal as it pertains to sport, you know, that comes with peak performance timelines, right? You know, we're all growing as athletes and developing at incremental periods of time where if we don't capitalize upon it when it makes the most sense to do so, that can make the difference between somebody having not only a professional career, but no career or within the career wanting to take it to the highest level and within every sport there's a finite period of time in which to capitalize on all those things being at play and and perfectly aligned in which to reach those objectives and those goals so in light of a pandemic in light of social distancing what happens to these athletes who might perhaps miss their window of opportunity yeah. So anyway, so it's hard to talk completely generally, as you would appreciate with Educate, because, of course, we got the venues now currently in eight countries around the world with two coming. So so, it, you know, in some venues, there's lockdown in some like England, for example, right now until December 2nd and other places, there's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, in all of our uh, academies. Um, they're very, very structured in, in, in regard to the way you just explained in terms of timeline and what we're trying to, uh, to accomplish for the duration of the weeks that the, that the player is with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, COVID in, in a more general sense has been um, difficult on young aspiring soccer footballers because you do only have a limited time. Um, one of the things that we talk about, you know, when people are, are considering registering with us is, you know, is my is my kid too young to come? I'm like, never too <laughs> young to come. 
You right. know, because the cl- the sooner we can get a young footballer, the better our, their opportunities are to excel to that next level, whatever that may be, whether it's university or pro trials or what have you. Um, so, yeah, particularly for some of the post-secondary kids, uh, players around the world that, you know, are now stuck in a lockdown when they really need to be out there exposing themselves to with as much professional exposure opportunity and opportunities as possible prior to like turning 21 or their next birthday 22 where they're seen as uh, sort of already starting to be a little bit older but yeah i mean there's different ways of talking about that it's a good question the covid certainly has distinguished in another way the players that are capable of being self-driven mm-hmm from the players that are only, you know, um, are quite possibly not as self-driven when not in a structured team environment training session. And then that's really helped shed light on some of the, the commitment levels of some of the different academy players I have around the world. Just seeing, seeing their workouts and videos they're sending me during COVID as opposed to other people that are taking advantage of the opportunity to pretty much, you know, decide that, that oh, since we're not meeting as a group, um, this is the time for me to rest or to not train. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really shown me in a particular way the sort of commitment levels of some of some of our players worldwide as well. So that's been interesting to note. Brilliant. Good point. So let me ask you then this as well, Joey, because, you know, you wear a lot of different hats in terms of being successful with your academies, being successful with your athletes and your registrants. So I would think because of COVID and other, you know, circumstances overlapping in any which way, um, the the area of your expertise that you're primarily having to default to, which is probably being played out more so than perhaps a lot of other aspects of your businesses, products, services, is what we capitalized upon in terms of the psychology and talking about mindset and keeping people inspired. Um, so let's talk about from your perspective as a leader in light of current circumstances being what they are, but knowing that there's always an opportunity within the darkness to extrapolate upon the brightness and focus on what's working for us as opposed to what's perhaps working against us. So what are you doing more so than perhaps ever before to keep people inspired, to keep people motivated, to keep people thinking forward facing type thinking that's going to be intuitive as opposed to counterintuitive. Got it. And, and absolutely. And so this is probably the, the, the thing I'm most proud of when going back to what I said earlier about what did we all learn through COVID? I, I'm very proud of having started soccerlifecoach.com, mm-hmm. um, which is basically taking the concept of a life coach, but applying it to young aspiring student footballers around the world and their families, very importantly, that don't understand or fully appreciate all the different options available for these international student footballers, both in football and education, you know, i.e. university football options in Canada and America, NCAA scholarship routes, um, et cetera, for the gifted players, you know, being you know, uh, entertaining um, uh, tr- pro trial exposure opportunities, that sort of thing. So Soccer Life Coach has really um, helped me feel better about the overall service I'm providing 
the academy players. I provide it for free for anyone that registers for a, a, a long-term educate football boarding school worldwide. And what essentially it's just video consultation. It's it's consulting in on a on a concerted regular fashion. It's mentoring, it's motivating. It depends on what the issues are for the particular client, mm-hmm. but there's often just a lot of educating as again as to the particularly with the parents, not just the players, but in these group video sessions about opportunities that could are available to them now and could be become available to them in the short future. So I'm able to, you know, look back on my on our university uh, um, search software. You know, of course, we have our partners now with the best athletes. We're able to advise people as I'm in a U.S. American University uh, scholarship player, uh, very uniquely, I guess, U.S. and North American or Canadian route to pro football through university systems. And so I'm using Soccer Life Coach just to provide as a value add really to registering with Educate and giving them really, unlike I almost embarrassed to admit, but unlike I really did well enough in the past to give them all of my experience, all of my consultation and mentorship and, 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 and motivation skills while they're abroad mm-hmm. and, and before they, they move abroad to the academy and then beyond as they, as they finish the course, go home. And are still welcome, welcome um, of course, always to reach out to me for continued advice or consultation. So I'm very excited about Soccer Life Coach. And I just feel like it's, um, you know, after 20 years in May, they'll be 20 years incorporated. And I'm pretty sure that I invented the niche, which we it's quite common now in the industry of football, which is these long-term soccer and education boarding schools. It didn't exist online back in 2001 when I incorporated. Um, and I just feel better about the service I'm providing families now. I, find, I think it's more integrity-based. It's more thorough. It's, um, it's uh, complete mm-hmm. and, 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 and almost always helping them to consider options that, that hadn't occurred to them before. And in the case of the kids, more specifically, when we get down and we can hammer down to their goals, you know, creating very specific concrete action plans around their goals, primary, secondary, tertiary goals that we, we create so that they don't sort of haphazardly move toward their goals. They very consciously set, act, follow action plans to give them a better percentage of, of reaching the, the goals that, they, that they've established for themselves. So to be able to look over after that and help the kids in, in a more structured fashion in this way, virtually again, through video conferences that, you know, made all of us more keen to through COVID. It just brings me a lot more satisfaction in running the company now um, in terms of my relationships with the clients. Fantastic. Well, congratulations. And and for what you've been able to amass even in the midst of a pandemic and what else is opening up and what other areas within the country that it's expanding to. I mean, that only speaks to you being an innovator and a visionary, uh, which is all part and parcel of people who are truly at the spirit of who they are entrepreneurs, because some people fizzle out no judgment for one reason or another things fizzle out people lose their glam people lose their pizzazz um you know but true leaders you know you roll with the times because life whether you're talking about a pandemic or 
irrespective of there being a pandemic, life is forever changing. And if you don't roll with it, you get left behind. So the ways in which for what you're talking about, even in the midst of a pandemic, for what else has been further created, founded, uh, whatever's upcoming, I just want to say again, no wonder you were the first person back in 2001 that came up with the whole academies and people catching on to that and therefore wanting to spring into action and, and hop on the coattails of what you're doing, knowing that it's derived a lot of success and there's a lot of benefit and value and impact for that for so many other people. Uh, so I just want to say congratulations. I mean, I'm not at all surprised, Joey. That's who you are and that's what you do and that's how you show up to the rest of the world. Um, but in saying that, you know, when we talk about the adage of who takes care of the caregiver, whether we're talking about caregiver being, you know, an acronym for coach or, or uh, you know, leader, whatever the case may be, how is it that you yourself, how are you keeping yourself inspired, irrespective of all the things that you're, you know, you've all the irons that you've got in the fires? What are you doing to keep yourself invigorating? What are you doing to keep yourself honed and rejuvenated and all of that, Joey? No, that's a good question because, you know, by far the most difficult time for me professionally in my career in those 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some pretty low moments and pretty scary moments of thinking, geez, you know, this pandemic, can it end it all, you know, and what, what on earth would I do if I didn't have my educate in this opportunity, the way that I, that I'm able to touch these families. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I have, I'm very fortunate that I do have, um, you know, I wear my emotions on my sleeves and I'm, a, I'm able thank God, to share those emotions with some people very close in my life. And and I'm not afraid to do that. I, I had a lot of long, hard discussions, again, with this uh, select but very special few people in my life, including my mother, mm-hmm. um, that is back in California, then, um, and, and dear friends, um, that have really helped me because I had to have a lot of... Uh, as we say, catharsis, the talking cure. I had to a lot to talk about during mm-hmm. COVID. I had a lot of fear, you know, mm-hmm. like everyone else. I had a lot of doubt even, you know, like, you know, am, am I doing enough? And, you know, you know, what about all my kids and how they're feeling having to, you know, you, 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 you know, you sell them a course essentially, and now they have to go home and how am I looking after them? And I put a lot of pressure on myself, to be honest, but, uh, mm-hmm. A lot of it's faith, you know, and 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 ability to to share feelings, and you always get that feedback, and it always gives you sort of that ability to take that deep breath again, get back down to my desk, and and you know, <laughs> I got my little things I do. That I'm, I'm pretty uh, uh, spiritual, and both with the universe and and my God, but mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know, I just keep believing in myself, and. Um, you know, just sort of, it's sort of that soldier on, it's sort of that athlete sort of uh, thing that, that's, that's been built in me mm-hmm. to, to grind it out even when I'm tired, to ground it out when I don't feel like doing it, to be creative when I don't feel creative and I actually feel maybe a little sad or a little down. Um, just a self challenge every day. You know, I do also, also do a lot of studying. I do a lot of audios. I keep my brain thinking positively at all times because 
you know, this is a tough time. Nobody needs to be reminded um, about how difficult, you know, COVID has been for people psychologically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try and focus in um, over these months, taking taking a little bit of the, uh, of the thought off of me. And then, as I said, with this whole soccer life coach and put put more of my concern on some of my my kids, my players that are out there, you know, disillusioned because they had to go home or stuck in a lockdown or, you know, wondering what to do next. Um, and, you know, and even university players that, you know, had seasons delays and this sort of thing. So taking the sometimes, you know, taking the emphasis off yourself and going ahead and helping the neighbor, helping a friend, helping one of my players in my case is helpful, too, because we got to We all kind of have to give be able to share our yes. own our own fears, but also be able to listen and 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 give some assurances back out to the universe, back out to our people that are helping us, right? Beautiful, beautiful, Joy. Well, you touched upon a few things that also encompass being some of my favorite subject matters. Uh, so, for the benefit of the listening audience and for the podcast subscribers, I want to delve a little bit deeper into acknowledging what it was you said that really left an imprint on me. So you talked about vulnerability and vulnerability is a strength and it's not, it's not denying or suppressing, particularly in the example of a, of a pandemic, you know, anybody who says, Oh, I, you know, I don't feel scared. I don't feel uncertain. I don't feel impacted. Well, we know you're lying and you, people can't resonate with that because you know, that's not truth. And so for you to, and again, that's about leadership. Leadership is showing up and saying, you know what, we're all in this, we're all in this together, guys. And so to dispel the truth or the reality of what we're currently all collectively up against by not acknowledging the elephant in the room, you know, it doesn't mean that we're not entitled to feeling our feelings, much less even talking uh, about our feelings, acknowledging our feelings, admitting to our feelings, but it's doing it in spite of fear. It's okay, we're gonna move forward and we might have to pivot differently, but we're gonna do it together. We're gonna do it in tandem. We're gonna do it in unison because that's what a team does, whether you're talking about sport or not, there's all definitions and compilations of teams. So the fact that you've been very forthcoming on this platform to say, even with your expertise, even with your integrity, your reputation, your longevity in the field, to say that, you know what, even with me at the helm, I too am human and I too have my moments of trepidation or uncertainty. However, I'm not going to succumb to that. I'm going to do what a leader does and I'm going to do as somebody who's conscientious and I've got all these people in the fold who I am responsible for and I feel accountable to. We're going to take what's working against us, but we're going to do it in a way that we can still find ways creatively to make it work for us and in spite of the situation being what it is. So I love that we talked about vulnerability uh, and I love the fact that you so introspectively are the type of leader who will always go back at the end of the day and reevaluate and reassess yourself and ask yourself as a leader those key questions. Have I done enough? What do I need to do differently? You know, am I giving too much to this, but perhaps not enough to this, you know, so as to meet the needs of everybody and bringing everybody along for the ride and doing it in a way that protects people's safety, their emotional well-being, their mental well-being, and the trajectory of the goal for where you still want to take people. So I just want to say this is one of the reasons why I love you, Joey, because you are the real deal. 
Oh, thank you. So, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, look at my, my life. I, I went from, you know, a pretty sensitive boy, pretty much, to a psychology major, to a soccer player, to a coach, to a high school counselor, to a youth specialist peep guy, to, you know, to, to Mr. Educick. And, and, you know, all the while I've been dealing with, with young people and it's been, you know, my privilege and honor. And, you know, honesty is integrity. Yes. And, and, and you can, you can be honest, right? At least you can be, you, you, you're the more honest I am with my young players who are not a lot of, unlike Joey was when Joey was 17. I mean, these kids are spitting images of me. They got the mm -hmm. wide eyes. They get, they, they, they're committed. They want, they've got that, those footballer dreams. And I understand those guys. So the more honest I could be with them, the more integrity I think, you know, shines through. And the, then the more they trust me, the more conducive the relationship becomes for me being able to motivate them or to move them in the right direction through some goal setting, et cetera. So, you know, it's, 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 it's that, it's just as you, you say. And, and I think that the more honest I can be about how COVID in particular is a, uh, um, affected me psychologically uh, the more my my kids that I'm reaching out to on this regular basis through soccer life coach and uh, through video um, uh, kind of buy into being able being in the, that safe environment where they can share their feelings so I can move move about helping them best I can beautiful well and again it's all about congruency because when we talk about psychology being a key component particularly when you're talking about the psyche of an athlete you know, you can't just focus on performance. You can't just focus on time. You can't just focus on technique and all of those things. You know, it, everything is an inside job. So if you're going to be the best possible athlete than you, that you can be, you also have to, in tandem, work behind the scenes on what it means to be the best, most self-actualized individual. That's because, spot on. Spot on. Right? That's exactly it. Listen, that's exactly it. I mean, listen. We all know at our level that have played professionally and been involved in football our whole lives, the difference between the players that make it and don't make it is never technical. That's and right. It's not, it's not even physical. It's completely and always mental and psychological. Yes. It's, it, it means everything to their uh, potential to advance in the game. So... You know, you think about things like this, um, uh, psycho-cybernetics and the power of positive thought. A lot of that stuff seems um, silly to some people, but, you know, the, the, it's often been said the key to happiness are the thoughts that we park between our ears. Mm -hmm. So learning how, for athletes in particular, how to be the self-actualized person that can understand when they're in a negative pattern, that can correct that by by replacing those thoughts thoughts of gratitude or thoughts of pride in themselves um are, are little tricks that i think we should be making a bit a more concerted effort to be teaching young people so i i'm i'm keen and sensitive to that at least with the players that are signing up for our educate academies because again in particular i mean we might not be having this discussion today this intensely on this subject matter uh, if it weren't for covid which True. brings out the psychological and the emotional and, 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 and really that, that extinction in all of us of how we, how are you reacting to it? 
Well, that's absolutely true. And it's like with anything in life, because again, if it weren't COVID, you know, all of us at the individual level at some point for however it shows up to us, there's going to be crisis in our life. There's going to be opportunities where we're presented with challenges and, and, and adversity and hardships. So whether it's playing out on the collective global level, as it is with, uh, COVID, where we're all in the same boat. And it's not very yes. often we're all in the same boat, which I think the good thing to that, because I'm always looking for the lesson, the blessing, and the gift, is that I think it's perhaps made us a little bit more, well, a lot more compassionate and a lot more plugged into what does it mean to be empathetic? Because yes. although we as individuals, you know, everybody's got their plight or whatever it is that they subscribe to because of whatever they've personally had to deal with behind the scenes as it pertains to them specifically. So if you've got someone in your family who's got cancer or someone who's got MS or, mm -hmm. you know, someone who's homeless, you know, everybody can go, oh, you know, these social causes are important, but it doesn't speak to me personally because this other subject speaks to me. This is the first time in my lifetime and perhaps for many of us where we're all sitting in the same boat going, yeah, we've all been mutually impacted in similar, if not the same ways. And so what do we do with that insight? What do we do with those pearls of wisdom? What do we do with the gift of introspectiveness? We go within, no differently than an athlete. We evaluate to what degree we want to use this to catapult us in the bigger arena of life of how to better show up for everybody else, knowing that they're not alone and we're not going to sit idly back and make people feel like they've got to go it alone. Excellent. So, yes. And so I just think it's, it's so important because I think no more than current times is there a lot more even additional metaphors to parallel the importance of the inner journey to outward performance whether you're talking about in your right. business whether you're talking about your mindset whether you're talking about your contributions to society or to educate academies whatever the case may be and so this is a real perfect golden opportunity for people to go okay what is the takeaway from this? How can I become a better human being? And how can I pay it forward to the rest of my human humanity, brothers and sisters? And we can all have that win-win. You're absolutely right, Lisa. That's so well put. Um, and, and you're right. It, COVID is, brings the commonality of it all together at once. But you're right. Every young athlete, every young student, footballer is going to at one point, one day, um, have something tragic happen in their lives, and 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 this is just a this is just an example that sort of I guess as you said it's something that we share all in common now, <laughs> and uh, and just it's just it's interesting to see how people react and it's challenging. So how I can in my own small way try to advise and consult the players that <clears throat> that I'm in touch with is what I'm trying to focus on. Just kind of bringing it full circle. I mean, I. <clears throat> You know, I have a, a real opportunity, thank God, when a player registers with EduKick for six months or an academic year, in some cases they stay several years, to really get to know this young person and, and, and to mentor them and be significant sort of influence in their life. So that's something I don't take lightly. Absolutely. Well, and I would think, too, as a leader, as an instructor, as a coach, as the head of this whole academy, you know, I would think you're taking full advantage of the COVID in the way that you can impress upon your students and your footballers. You know what? 
this is a perfect opportunity and a perfect example to illustrate the importance of really honing the psychological mental muscle. And so if you can come out on the other end of COVID and make this, use this to your benefit to become a better human being, to become a better athlete, to become more disciplined in your mindset and your attitude and your approach to life, then you can get through anything that, that out, outside of this, behind the scenes, you might have to encounter down the road in your personal life. Absolutely. And I think it's incredible because I see, once again, I see a lot of adva- uh, and examples, excuse me, um, amongst the players I have registered right now from around the world, whether they're coming or had been sent home or, or still in one of our venues. And one good example I want to use is a young Iranian kid named Saman. He's just amazing. He's 16 years old. He's waiting to get to Manchester in January. He's going to study English as a second language and, and do the course, the football course. But this, this, this kid has taken COVID and decided to change his body. So he can't do team trainings over there. So he's doing a, just a, a remarkable sort of video diary of this commitment. He's decided that he's going to take this time and get stronger and fitter, which will, of course, benefit his game. So it's just one example, and a lot of our, our players are doing their own thing and doing quite well. And some, to be completely honest, are being um, are being are, are being uh, less active. And you know, and that's true for all of us adults too, and all us normal people or professionals and workers and or other um, academic students that aren't necessarily athletes. Um, how you're dealing with this time really can it, it's it's so adversive that if you could learn to deal with this efficiently, then, then during good times, you're going to be on top of the world. So it's a real good point that you bring up there again, Liz. Beautiful. Well, you know, I can't recall if I've ever asked you this before, Joey, but, you know, when you think about all the individual stories of your soccer players and the people within your academy and the people who you're mentoring and you're coaching, you know, have you thought of doing like a compilation book, taking the testimonials of what people have, particularly in these times of hardship and really impressing upon what you talk about is a key fundamental role uh, within all of this in, in your leadership in terms of the honing, the, the, um, the psychology muscle, you know, have you thought of writing a book? Cause I think you've got so much material there as it speaks to sport, as it speaks to the individual player, as it speaks to the team, as it speaks to the country, as it speaks to this being an international worldwide business. I mean, you've got so much there that would help other people in personal growth, personal development, irrespective of whether they were in the sports arena or not. Have you thought about that? Because I think that would be well, it's very interesting you bring that up because uh, and I got two really best friends from childhood, Corey Zimmerman and David Caracho. Caracho is an author back in Sacramento, and um, he's the author of Back of the Net and um, another book called Tiburcio. Um, but anyway, it. He, he, he's available to me and I have thought about that, but right now, and, th- and that, and thank you for even mentioning that because I do believe, you know, that I do have something to say. Um, I'm not sure how interesting it will be for the general public, but it is something I've thought about particularly because of the, uh, 
the uh, direction I can get and, and assistance from one of my dear friends, Mr. Caraccio. So, but, but that, but for now, you know, I, I'm, you know, to be honest, Lisa, like I'm very focused on the next decade. I really, really enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I want to continue, you know, meeting families, helping young players, and, 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 and specifically now, you know, implementing the soccer life coach philosophy where I'm just in more regular and concerted communication and touch with them so as to be consult and mentor better. Um, and I'm really excited about that and, and, you know, and some expansion here and there. Not crazy about you going to every country in the world, but only when the partners are right and the, and the philosophy, it, it, the shared philosophy, you know, moves me. Mm-hmm. So um, right now I like what I'm doing, but I'm going to be talking to Dave about this, Lisa. <laughs> well, and you know what? I mean, if you want to default to me, I mean, I'm an author and, and I already, as a visionary myself, I, and it's easier to see things outside of yourself because you're too perhaps close to it. But if I was you living the life that you have led and built up the legacy in which you have, I already know what that book would look like. So if you get serious in terms of timeline and you really want to not just take your friend up on picking his brain, I would love to assist you in that because I've already got like my light bulbs are going off right now. Well, well that's awesome. Then I guess we're going to have to sit down and have tea and talk about it. Uh, not tea. I'm going to have a beer. <laughs> I was I was just trying to be good to the public. I probably have uh, the glass of red wine. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I appreciate that, Lisa, very much because really that's actually flattering. Um, and you know, a little bit is the, of you know going back to soccerlifecoach.com. I mean, it's not a book, but it was to put trying to put out there what I felt I had to to give. Um, so maybe a book is a good call. It'd just be an extension of what I'm trying to accomplish with the website here. Well, and the thing is too, I mean, you, you can always repurpose your content. So your book would speak to anybody who's up and coming or already part of the existing academies. And that could be incorporated into your curriculum. And uh, right. And I mean, there's just so many other ways you can use a book outside of what people tend to think a book is. Oh, it just sits on a bookshelf. Maybe I do a few book signings. No, in your particular case, because education is a huge component, psychology is a huge component, operating as a team is a huge component. And what does that involve? Involves we share our resources, we share the wealth, we pay it forward, we be of service. I think you could take that book and multi-purpose it in such a way that it's a benefit as a startup registrant packaging for anybody and their family coming aboard you know so you've got the you've got the section that speaks to what the family needs to uh you know i I just anyway i I could talk about that subject matter alone forever so no but that's brilliant i mean it's pretty much it's basically again it's the concept of the of 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 soccer life coach but put into a to a book i like it a lot We'll have to talk about that again. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Joey, you're a perfect walking, talking, breathing example of somebody who I would say as an example of who I believe is is walking their talk and living fearlessly. But everybody's got their own individual, unique way of putting it into context or reframing it. So what does living fearlessly mean to you? Well, again, you know, listen, it's you have to. You have to look at life and understand that 
if 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 you're not making a concerted effort put toward a goal that you believe you deserve and you're capable of, then you're just sort of flauntering. You're you're not you're not flapping the wings in any sort of direction to get to a destination. You could be moving in circles. And I I, I living fearlessly to me really does mean you know, go for it. Yeah. You know, you have but to go for it, you need to it's easier said than done. Like you need to establish what it is that you want in life. And that really is not always easy mm-hmm. um, at any level in life, not just for young people, but even for us as we, you know, I, I've been dealing with this to my own extent with uh, retirement or, you know, what, what I want to do as I, you know, approach my mid sixties in 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think living fearlessly is just being brave enough and having that self sense of self enough, that self security, that confidence to know um, that you are capable. Um, and once you identify what it is you want to, what you want to try to accomplish, you just go for it with everything you have. And Absolutely. young people, young people, most young people are pretty good at that. And some of some young people need a lot of coaching around that. Um, um, but to me, living fearlessly really is just you know not being. Um, afraid to to achieve your goals well and pun intended it's also having the soccer balls to implement it right (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know (laughs) that's hilarious courage courage is everything in life i mean what is it that way the face your fears is everything when you're afraid of doing the speech you know do the speech i had um my my godson god bless him he was shy to to do a try out in denver he was shy. He's talented in soccer, and he was a shy to get called up to the next level and was uncomfortable with it and shy and didn't really want to go. And it, and his dad's one of my good friends, Brian McCreary, calls up, puts Quinn on the phone with me, and I had that discussion with him. He's only 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And I go, you're going to face this fear, Quinn. I promise you, you'll become braver because you'll see that you handled it. So, I mean, facing your fears in life is everything. Um, but having some direction is the other bit of that of that pie. You need to know what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And, and that changes and, and evolves, of course, right, Lisa? So, um, you know, little by little, but chip facing your fears is huge. Or having the soccer balls to go for it <laughs> means everything. <laughs> Absolutely, it does. And no coincidences. Your godson's name is my son's name, but the age is my daughter's age, Quinn and 10, Olivia's age. Um, But yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, you've just got to. And the thing is, that's where the growth is. If you get to a point in your life, whether it be you're talking career, you're talking about your relationships, you're talking about any aspect of your life, when things get too easy, When things get too comfortable and you allow yourself to play a small game by remaining complacent and everything's about status quo, you are not growing, you are not leveling up. And so when something presents itself to you and you feel that that instinctual trepidation or, oh my gosh, like who am I to think that I could do that or whatever, you know, that's when you mentor up, that's when you coach up and you do it in spite of it. Because the one thing none of us wants to go to our graves with is that aspect of regret. Exactly. 
Exactly. And and then, you know, again, to circle around again to, to our people over here, these young soccer players as it pertains to edge kick, in particular, that's very easily to define, right? Did you mm-hmm. did you really give it your all? Could you have gone and played in university? You know, could you could you have gone and if if you would have spent your time more diligently, you know, at the academy, could you progress f- further? Um, so it's very interesting. I you know, th- as you said, we can go on w- about this forever. Well, I, lo- I love the discussion. Well, and I mean, who wants to ultimately look back on their life in retrospect and go, you know what, there was a good portion of my life or there was an important chapter that I didn't fully open or explore where I pigeonholed myself and it became a self-fulfilling prophecy of what I convinced myself that I was not capable of doing or achieving or aspiring to, you know, you know, you know that's that's good stuff, and you know what comes up a lot in in regard to that is the uh, second language acquisition. You mm-hmm. think about it. Some of our our kids, while there are players that they're abroad and have a chance to really learn that language, if they just throw themselves in and refuse to speak English all the time to the other academy lads, etc. And then you look at you, you know, you take that same opportunity. I mean, imagine I know what learning Spanish did for me. It gave me courage. I'm like, damn, that's that. I learned Spanish. Well, yeah. why don't I speak Italian? Well, why don't you start teaching yourself Italian? And 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 you just the audacity to understand that my only limitation is my own efforts. Absolutely. You know? Right. So it's it's just interesting. This is the the life we live, and to the extent that we can, you know, as parents project that that confidence and ability to face fear onto our kids and as educators we can do it to our student players or students and that's our obligation that's uh that's our job absolutely well when we know better we do better right and who doesn't want to do better and who doesn't want to take the lesson of what doing better could mean as it pertains to you specifically but knowing that there's a whole demographic out there or a whole sector of population for the ways in which they choose to apply it or navigate it that it's not going to enrich or expand upon their own life being what it's capable of being right that's and and verbiage is so important like when my when, with my own mentoring clients when people say even though it's positively meant um you know the sky's the limit. I always correct people and say, no, 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 because you're now you're saying that the sky is the limit and that there is in fact a limit beyond the sky is the limit because therefore there's no limitation. That's it. That's it, Lisa. And just one last thought, you know, you think about it, like I, I go back to my own daughters, Talia and, and Noemi. They're beautiful. And what, and what they've been through with the passing of their mother, of course. Mm-hmm. And then, but they're, the way that Noemi is sitting at 92% right now at Appleby, where she goes, it, she's in 11th grade. And Talia is finishing up a, la- a last couple of courses online, getting her degree at McGill. My daughters, I'm so proud of them. They could have used that as an excuse to mess up, um, but they didn't. They carried on their mom's spirit, um, took adversity, and just decided to carry on and do the best they can do. And, you know, I know they're proud of themselves for that. And I'm very proud of them for that as well. You know, lovely. Um, and, you I know, had, you, I had to make mention of that because they're, of they're a perfect example of, of enduring. Of course. And you play a huge pivotal role in that. So don't discount yourself and be overly humble. Um, but, you know, and, and, and that's absolutely right. Because the thing is, too, 
and, and, and you just indirectly that you hit home a really important point here is when we decide to embrace our greatness, those around us, even those in spirit who are not in the phys- physical realm with us any longer, you, you know, that's the gift that keeps on giving, you know, that's where you assume responsibility and due diligence and accountability for going, you know what? I'm not squandering any opportunity here because to do so would be either an insult to my parents or whoever you deem to be the most important people in your life. You know, you don't want to do a disservice. You don't want to squander your life, but That's you also right. right, but it's also taking into account the people who are here who have positioned you with opportunity. Absolutely absolutely right. And to be honest, when I when I talk to my uh, student footballers at Educate, I remind them how lucky they are that their parents have paid for a course like this because it does chips away at my heart how many young footballers around the world would love to do an educate course, but obviously being that they're boarding schools long term, they're not they're not um, that cheap, and and a lot of players that want to do it can't do it. So I always remind the players participating, you're very lucky. Be grateful and take advantage of the opportunity. You owe it to your parents, if not to yourself, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'd like to give you the opportunity, being cognizant of time and knowing we have to shortly wrap up here, Joey. Where can people reach out to you? Where can they have a consult? Where's all your all your information? Absolutely. I'll just give three websites. Of course, the mothership is educate.com, uh, E-D-U, like education, K-I-C-K, K-I-C-K like kick a ball. Mm-hmm. Soccerfootballacademy.com and of course soccerlifecoach.com to learn a little bit more about me and um, my online consultancy and mentorship for our players and their parents and, and even some youth coaches and other people out there that need some advice in the football world. I can be reached these days uh, by most people on WhatsApp at plus one two eight nine two four two one one four three. And email us anytime at info at edukick.com. Fantastic. Well, I want to applaud you on having soccer balls of steel. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lisa, it's a good one. I want to thank you, Lisa, and congratulate you and everything that you're doing with Living Fearlessly, your, your show. It's awesome. I know that Uncle Gibby and I and all the people that know you. <laughs> I'm very, very proud of you. So keep up the good work. You're touching a lot of lives and and it makes me proud. Well, thanks, Joey. But as you know, you know, it's a joint collaborative effort. We don't get anywhere in life doing it in isolation. So if it weren't for guests like you imparting your words of wisdom, your expertise, your inspiration and ways in which people too can also step up to the plate to live more fearlessly in their lives there would be no show. There would be no living fearlessly, right? This isn't like the buck doesn't stop with me. So the way in which you're choosing to very graciously uh, step up to the plate and playing in the arena with me on radio, I just want to say thank you. I value you. I appreciate you. Love what you're doing. And I'm always here for you in whatever ways I can do to support your vision, your mission, because I believe in it wholeheartedly. All right, Lisa. Well, thank you for the kind words again. I really appreciate your time today, allowing me to to share share my thoughts with you. Well, thank you, Joey. And to my listening audience, I want to thank you once again for the gift of your time, for tuning in to myself and my guest of today, Joey Bellotta. I really highly encourage you to play back 
the podcast because there's so much yumminess in here that you can take and apply to every aspect of your life, whether you're in sports or not in sports. It's generically applicable in so many important ways. And I'm very exceptionally clear on my purpose. My purpose is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. Until next Friday, when we're joined by yet another phenomenal guest, I wish you all my very best. Love and gratitude and to you as well, Joey. Take care, everybody. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero, be your own hero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.